0: To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit
1: stripe.com tapiphone tap These are the Daily Tech headlines for Thursday, June 30th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. ARM announced its latest CPU core designs, the high-performance Cortex-X3 and medium-core Cortex-A715. Arm's proposed design for SoCs would have one Cortex-X3 core, three A715 cores, and four efficiency Cortex-A510 cores. Arm says the X3 will offer 25% better performance than the outgoing X2, with the A715 offering performance like a Cortex-X1 core from 2020, with 20% more energy efficiency and 5% better performance than the outgoing A710. The A715 drops 32-bit support, meaning flagship SoCs based on ARM's reference designs would only be 64-bit. Google Cloud President Thomas Curian announced Workspace General Manager Javier Soltero will leave the company on July 15th. Current VP leading engineering for Workspace Aparna Papu will step into the role. Soltero said, I am an entrepreneur at heart and want to take time to explore new things to build. Researchers at Lumen Technologies Black Lotus Labs detailed a highly sophisticated custom-built malware called ZooRat, infecting small office and home routers from Cisco, Netgear, Asus, and Draytech. Once infected, Zuorat finds all connected devices with threat actors using DNS and HTTP hijacking to install other malware on, with custom malware able to target Windows, Linux, and macOS. Researchers say ZooRat's structure appears intentionally complex. Combined with being highly targeted against U.S. and Western European organizations, it indicates the capabilities of a state-sponsored actor. Mozilla released Firefox 102 with a feature that strips tracking information from the end of URLs. Links sometimes include a question mark followed by a bunch of numbers and letters. That's one of the most common ways to add tracking to links. Firefox's query parameter stripping feature takes that tracking info off the URL when you either click on it or paste it into the address bar. You do need to turn it on yourself in the privacy and security settings under enhanced tracking protection. Samsung began mass producing chips using its 3 nanometer process, reaching production ahead of rival TSMC. Samsung said the process reduces power usage by 45% and improves performance by 23% compared to its 5 nanometer process. No word on which customers will receive these initial chips, with Samsung saying they were for a high performance, low power computing application. South Korea reports its national chip stockpile inventory increased 53.4% of the year in May, its biggest increase since March 2018. Shipments of semiconductors slowed growth in the country, however, growing just 8.9% of the year in May, the first single-digit increase since October 2019. The NFT marketplace OpenSea warned users that a staffer at the email vendor Customer.io misused employee access to download and share email addresses of its users to an unauthorized third party. OpenSea said if you ever shared an email with it in the past, you should assume you were impacted. Customer.io said it did not believe any other client data was compromised. Apple published details about how it will let developers in South Korea offer third-party payment providers in-app in compliance with local antitrust laws. Apple qualified the payment providers KCP, Incisys, Toss, and Nice to be used in the App Store. Developers will need to use the StoreKit external purchase entitlement. Features like Ask to Buy and Family Sharing won't work with third-party payments. Apple will charge developers a 26% commission on these transactions. The Wall Street Journal reports that Tencent and ByteDance began a round of layoffs that could impact thousands of employees. Employees at Tencent say layoffs will come across business groups, including WeChat's short video service channels and cuts at multiple in-house game studios. ByteDance reportedly laid off around 3,000 people from its education unit and hundreds within its video game business. The Central Bank of Taiwan has reportedly finished trials of its central bank digital currency and is ready to make it available for public retail use. No timeline was announced for the rollout. Taiwan's central bank governors said the public must be educated about the benefits and a legal regulatory framework must be put in place before a launch, but the technology itself is ready. The repair site iFixit now offers official repair parts for Google Pixel devices from the Pixel 2 through 6 in the US, UK, Canada, Australia, and EU. iFixit said it will add support for newer phones as soon as they come out, starting with the Pixel 6a this fall. One password rolled out a new browser beta feature that will remember how you signed into sites, services, and apps, including using third-party sign-in services like sign- in with Google or Facebook. When you return to a site, one password will automatically authenticate with that sign-in service. Apple started an invite-only program to provide exclusive perks and experiences for high-level support community members. Apple said members will receive white glove experiences and more, but no specific details. Apple's support community members can already earn points based on activity, which can be used for things like custom avatars, creating user tips, and attending meetups with other members. The Raspberry Pi Foundation announced the Raspberry Pi Pico W, which adds a Wi-Fi chip to the diminutive board. ZDNet notes the onboard Infineon Wi-Fi chip also supports Bluetooth 5.2, but it doesn't appear supported on the board. The Pico W costs 50% more than the standard Pico, starting at a mighty $6.00. The Raspberry Pi Foundation also released versions of both Pico boards with pre-soldered header pins for a $1 premium. And finally, Mac rumor sources say the M2-based MacBook Air will be available at retail on July 15th. When announced at WWDC, Apple said the laptop would be available sometime in July. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.